The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of the Veritas Show, where we bring you disclosure, one guest at a time. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. First, I want to welcome and thank our new and existing Veritas members. You are keeping Veritas alive. Tonight's special guest will share with us his experiences as an abductee. Stan Romanek continues to go through these experiences even as of yesterday. Stan will be with us shortly. Before I tell you about next week's guest, let me share with you one of the most and out-of-the-ordinary experiences this guest and I have ever gone through. As you have heard me say for quite some time, when there is a special topic, it takes me time until I find a very qualified person to discuss it. The topic here was none other than anti-gravity, the solution that can change the paradigm we live in without a doubt. The technology is available and has been available for decades. This brave man accepted my invitation. He's no stranger or whistleblower. He is, in my opinion, a genius, a scientist with a conscience, a brother in truth. Dr. Paul Laviolette and I conducted our interview a few days ago, and it will air on Friday, November the 20th. 
This interview was produced with many challenges. We were disconnected not once, but 19 times on the first try. After ending the first try, I noticed that on the last 23 minutes, Dr. Laviolette's voice had been surgically removed. I have no explanation for this. Thankfully, Dr. Laviolette allowed me to re-record the last portion of the show the next day. Even on the second interview, we were disconnected five more times. Many skeptics may say there was a problem with Dr. Laviolette's telephone or mine. Nothing is wrong with mine, and Dr. Laviolette has stated that he has never gone through this. How do we explain how the system was able to record my voice but not his? How do we explain that the day after our interview, for the first time in his life, one of his credit card numbers was stolen and used throughout more than one state? Is this a form of harassment? Maybe. Thankfully, I was able to patch together a three-hour show for you. To all those inventors out there who live in fear and don't know what to do with your technology, next week's show is for you. I started a poll at the forum asking members to decide if the show should include my reaction to the interruptions or plainly keep it as seamless as possible, as if nothing happened. Well, the vote overwhelmingly stated that you want our reaction. Otherwise, that would be censoring the evidence that shows someone does not want this information out. The more they tried, the more we persevered. For information on future guests, visit our website. I want to thank those of you who attended last week's Veritas chat. I wanted to discuss the future and the upcoming guests, and we came to the following conclusion. Since I want you to really be part of the Veritas movement, I want you to decide, in most part, who I should interview next year. Therefore, if you are listening to this, I'm opening a new thread at the forum called your number one Veritas show guest choice for 2010. There, you can include the name of your number one guest choice, only one, with a concise reason and links to his or her work. Once we have the list, we will take it up for voting, and you will help me decide who should be on Veritas in 2010. This is not my show. It is our show, and you have a chance to be part of it. All you need to do is get involved. And if you need to get in touch with me with feedback or questions, send an email to mail, that's M-E-L, at veritasshow.com. And to become a member, simply go to veritasshow.com and click on subscribe. You will get immediate access to all shows, past, present, and future, the Manticore Forum, and access to the Veritas chat system. And let me remind you that the Give the Gift of Truth certificate links are now active. You can give three, six months, or a one-year membership as a holiday gift. Think of all the knowledge you'd be giving instead of something that may be put away forever. And today, I'm not reading news. Instead, I'm taking this opportunity to thank someone who has been instrumental to Veritas. If you remember The X-Files, you know the show was complemented by its music. Although our introduction is an amalgamation of songs, there is one song that is synonymous with the show. And if you hear it, you immediately say, Ah, 
That's Veritas. You're listening to part of the song in the background and have listened to it many times. On behalf of all the listeners, I want to take this opportunity and thank Dino Resch from Switzerland and his project called Unid. The song, Munum. Dino is a very talented graphic artist who also delves with music and this mysterious yet uplifting and catchy song was a great contribution to Veritas. I thank you, Dino. And now, get ready to spend some time with someone who continues to experience abductions while he is awake. That is why the show is called Awake and Abducted, the Stan Romanek story. If you want to know what Stan has gone through and continues to experience, don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Stan Romanek is the center of what may be the most documented extraterrestrial contact case of all time. He has appeared on Larry King Live, Fox News, Entertainment Tonight, and has been featured in several documentaries on ABC, NBC, and the Sci-Fi channels, as well as numerous other radio and television programs. He lives with his wife near Denver and continues to experience ongoing strange phenomena. The National Spotlight has followed Stan Romanek's account of alien abductions ever since the release of his home video in 2008 of what he insists is footage of an extraterrestrial being. For more than five years, reputable scientists and scholars have studied the strange formulas and equations Romanek's claims were given to him during his encounters and have come to the same conclusion. The complexity of the equations and diagrams is genuine and may hold clues to the secrets of zero-point energy and even interstellar travel. Hello, Stan, and welcome to the Veritas Show. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Before we get into the odyssey that you went through and, and still are going through, can you describe, Stan, your childhood, the general description of your upbringing, education, and your work experience? I want the audience to get to know Stan Romanek, the man, first. Sure, sure. Well, I grew up in the military. My father was um, in the Air Force. Um, to this day, I'm not quite sure what he did in the Air Force, but he worked um, on missile bases, Minuteman missiles, um, during the Cold War. <clears throat> I grew up traveling a lot, um, went from school to school. Um, unfortunately, I grew up with severe dyslexia, <laughs> which made it pretty tough on me. I ended up having, maybe if I'm lucky, a fourth, fifth grade math level. Um, eventually became an artist, um, did a few things here and there, got into um, uh, corporate management, and events eventually ended up working on computers. I became a computer geek. 
And what you said about your father not knowing what he did, do I sense that you may suspect that maybe indirectly what has happened to you may have to do with what your dad did? Well, you know, as a child, you you know, I had some things happen as a child, and that's pretty typical of uh, the abduction phenomena. You don't yes. really put two and two together until you're older and something big happens like with me. Um, but I remember as a child, my father was stationed in Grand Forks and worked at Grand Forks um, Air Force Base and Minot Air Force Base in North Dakota, and those are big missile bases in the 60s, in the late 60s. And um, there is a family story that, you know, kind of has survived all this time where a missile, ha I mean, a UFO had flown over the missile silos in 68. And um, apparently, um, apparently, there was a, um, they found a door open to one of the missile silos. And um, when they went to check it out, the missile was actually armed. And hmm. after this UFO had flown over the missile missile base, and they followed this missile to, I mean, this UFO to our small town in Northwood, North Dakota, and watched it um, kind of hover above a big water tower there for quite some time. And this story had been in my family all these many years. And I remember my first um, experience as a child happened in 68, too. I was, like I said, I was five years old at the time. So, and, you know, trying to check in to see what my dad did on the missile bases, you know, he always tells me a different answer, so who knows what it was that he did. I have heard the stories of uh, UFOs standing on top of missile silos and actually disabling them, but what you're saying here is the opposite, that he was actually armed after the, the alleged uh, uh, UFO was there, correct? Yes, they found it when they came. They found the door open, and uh, some MPs came and found the door open, and the missile was actually armed. And it scared the heck out of everybody on the base. They don't understand how it could have happened, because there were no... I mean, it was armed somehow remotely, um, not from the normal channels that they'd go through to arm a missile. But, um, yeah, it created quite a stir, I, you know, and I got all the paperwork for it, too. So it definitely happened. This gives a new name, a new meaning to Richard Dolan's book, UFOs and the National Security State. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I think they just wanted to prove a point that, you know, we could do whatever we want. You can't stop us. Maybe, you know, they wanted to get him to rethink the nuclear arms race. Uh, you know, who knows? Sometimes, and of course, in this show, we, we call the, our motto is disclosure one guest at a time. So I'm hoping that we're going to get some of that today. But thinking of this, when we think of disclosure, sometimes I think that our governments may not be so straightforward. Because imagine if you had to tell the people, your constituents, that there's an extraterrestrial race that is more advanced than us. And there's nothing we can do about it, right? You know, I think about that a lot. I think about all the things that I have been through. And what's what's different about my case is most of the stuff that happens, especially lately, happens only when there's a lot of people around. So I don't really have to explain myself. And I think the reason is they really want it disclosed. The guys upstairs, whoever they are, 
I think I think they want to finally make contact. And honestly, I believe it's going to happen sooner than later. I mean, let's face it, just about every country has pretty much opened their books. Even the Vatican came out and said, yes, we believe in it. The United States is really the only one that hasn't. You know, I just returned from the uh, C-City event with Dr. Stephen Greer for the weekend, and he, he just, he's just tired of governments that don't want to move. So governments, get out of the way. So he's taking this to a grassroots level to the people, because as you say, the, the guys upstairs want this done. But Stan, unlike many people who claim to have encounters with extraterrestrials or ETs, you've said that until your first experience, you were a hardcore skeptic. What, what really changed your mind? Um, it actually took about three years um, to convince me after my first experience because I was such a skeptic and um, I was so pig-headed. And it was mostly because of fear. The only reason people really are skeptics is because they won't, don't want their bubble of their reality bubble burst, let's say. Um, yes. And I, I was the same way. You know, I had this view of what I thought reality was supposed to be and you know it was impossible to go faster than the speed of light and blah 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 I didn't realize that you know there's much more out there um, but it really it took me about three years to come to terms with what was happening to me and eventually they just kept doing more and more impressive things with more and more witnesses and I you know eventually I couldn't deny what was happening now take us by the hand if you will describe the UFOs you have seen do they look alike or are there are different types of craft and races you I've seen everything from giant 30 foot in diameter big red blinking orbs to um you know v-shaped craft to and not just me um we had three discs I did a I, I talked professionally all over the country and I did a four-hour presentation in Denver um and one of the guests was a producer for ABC uh, Good Morning America, and um, I usually give a 15-minute break after two hours so people don't get antsy or have to go to the bathroom. And, you know, it right. was a nice day outside, and people went outside to smoke or whatever, and there were three huge dish-shaped UFOs above everybody, and, you know, producer from ABC got to see it. Everybody saw it? Yeah, and that's how, again, that's how my case is. Uh, most of the UFOs I've seen, from the spear-shaped UFOs to the disc to everything other people have seen also and captured on video. I always say this, I've never seen one, but if I ever do, I want to be surrounded by people like you so we can have witnesses. <laughs> exactly, and see, that's how I was. Honestly, if it wasn't for the witnesses, I would have never come forward. I would have never even talked about this. Because, you know, nobody wants to be labeled as crazy or nuts. or and right. Unfortunately, that's how society is. Things are changing. You know, people are a little bit uh, more open to talk about things because it's safer now. But, you know, when it first started with me, it's, it's man, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, 80% of the population, uh, according to some recent polls, say that 80% of the population believes in extraterrestrial life. And a high percentage of those also believes that our government is hiding it from us. Absolutely. And, you know, the government can't use that excuse anymore that, oh, we're protecting society. That's baloney. The only thing they're protecting is themselves, really. That's and, and their control. And their control. Yeah, it's all about, it really is all about control. You know, they're, they're probably making money off the stuff they've back-engineered. They want, don't want to let people know about it. And they don't want to look stupid. You see, my goal, and the reason I continue to do this, I really, from the bottom of my heart, just want to enlighten the human race to the fact that we have neighbors. And I want to help the government save faith. 
Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.